Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! <laughs> at which point they'll reply, hey to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number. And you say, I want all the Tron comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for you. Yes, yes. by hold they mean they hold the comics mm -hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays in, that it, you've ordered. In other uh, places it's called a pull or things right. like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Yeah. Dr. Volt's comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever Mexican kind of... Coke. <laughs> yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's comics. Looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend? Look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G R I M M L E I G H S.com. Hi, this is Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors, all right? Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts. One-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them, they are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice, accurate movie collectibles. So go see them. Give them some love from Geek Show. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, secretcompasscollectibles.com. All one word, secretcompasscollectibles.com. Com. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective management's owners or employees. Yes, GeekShowPodcast.com, and welcome to it. This is what? the broken news portion of the uh, the program. This is where uh, we. This is being recorded on the twenty third at. I don't know what time is it. It's my daughter's birthday. Like one something. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. happy birthday! And you Molly. came here instead. She's a love. <laughs> well, no, she's a, she's in school right now, uh, sharing <clears throat> vegan cupcakes with the masses. Wow, well, she knows how to celebrate. <laughs> this well, does taste funny. <laughs> you know, you assholes. Um, <laughs> okay. These are vegan cupcakes she made uh -huh. herself mm -hmm. from her own recipe. So that's why we're assholes, and they're good. <laughs> 
<laughs> this no. is the uh, broken news portion. Uh, the new episode will be here uh, in just a few moments. What's it all uh, about? It is. It's called. I don't remember the episodes ever. It's called. This episode is kind of by. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's kind of by. It's it's the one uh, where we get into the discussion of are you a Star Trek or a Star Wars? I'm obviously a Star Trek right now. Which you know I didn't realize <laughs> was. The one of the, the the title from Patton Oswalt's book <clears throat> is Zombie Spaceship Wasteland, oh. and he maintains that you're one of those. Oh. You are either a zombie spaceship or a wasteland. I'll hmm. bring that to the great next. minds think alike. I didn't even realize it because I was reading it today, and I just went, "Hey, it's the Star Trek <laughs> Star Wars, but his is better." <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm such a Star Trek. It's not even funny. You are. Uh, if you go to uh, our Facebook page, <laughs> it's been completely over overrun by. What's that kind of ship? What is that? Uh, that right now, it's a light cruiser. It's, so it's it's like a Khan's ship that he stole. It's a cross between the Reli- uh, between the Reliant, which is a Miranda class ship, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and and kind of a different type of light cruiser. So that's all he's doing and, is just Star Trek Online. This is all I like he's your doing. your all female crew. And my I'm all female. I'm sure you fly all. that uh, Enterprise with your pants around your ankles. <laughs> no, I try not. That's to, no joystick. I try not to visit the bridge too often because it gets too hot in there. So. The air conditioning's always broken yeah, on the bridge. It's, it's terrible. I'm in the bathroom. Oh. No, it's such a cool game. I mean, I... To my I, ready I come, room. My friend Matt, uh, great guy, he, he, he bought Culver? Star Trek. Yeah, Matt Culver. He, he bought Star Trek Online when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And he played it, and he burned out on it in like three weeks. At first, it was like, hee, 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 and he, and, he, and he kind of burned out on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I had the same experience with, with a couple other games. As soon as they came out, bought them, and burned out pretty damn quick. Yeah. And so I've come to this conclusion. Wait a while. Wait until the content's wait, caught up. With wait it. until they make improvements. Ma- wait until the bugs are gone. Exactly. You know, it's the same with uh, my kid in Fallout 3. Uh, Fallout 3, everybody I know who played that game, oh, it's great, but it's got bugs. Well, he, he just bought it for 20 bucks, and he's been playing the hell out of it, and he hasn't had any bugs. He hasn't had any problems. The content's caught up with it. So, But, but besides, with everything, if you play it for 24-7... You're going to burn out. You're going to burn oh, out. Yeah, and, yeah. and besides, you need to get a fucking life anyway. And they're, they're called vaginas <laughs> and penises. Star, Star Trek Online's gotten to this point now where they've got episode content, so you can actually play the episodes. Well, I saw you flying over Deep Space Nine. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, the, the, talk about, <laughs> talk about uh, playing with my pants down around my ankles. I saw that, and I went, oh, God, no, Lee. You're going <laughs> to suck me in here, aren't so, you? So, and then uh, Egg Fu asked, can you, can you play Dabo? And I thought, I don't know. So I beamed down to Deep Space Nine. I went to Quark's Bar. And I won 240 strips gold plus lot in playing Dabo. All that is in there? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I played shit. Dabo. <laughs> it was great. There was there was a Dabo girl, and she... Holy yeah. shit. It was awesome. <laughs> so. And, and the, you know, going to Memory Alpha and arguing with the science officers, and yeah, it's pretty Holy damn shit. cool. Went to okay. Deep Space Station uh, K-7 and fought off a Klingon invasion, so... <laughs> Do not get this, Jeff. I know. I know. I'm trying... I'm, it's a good thing I'm sick right now. And they've got they've got content packs out now. So uh, I I bought for ten bucks. I bought a deluxe edition for download off of Amazon, which came with the uh, original series uniforms because the game's set like forty years after Next Gen. See, that's what I would do. So I've got the original series uniform. I got another download pack for a couple bucks that let me have the original series interior on my ship. So when I'm running around my crew decks, it's the original series. Oh, yeah. so that means mini skirts, right? Jesus uh, mini skirts everywhere with my bridge, yes. and and when I fly out. On shuttle missions, it's the old Galileo style shuttle. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. God damn it! Yeah, see, I 
I'm so I, fucked. I want to do it so badly. I just don't have the time. And and it's it's not like it's not like games. Oh, like you'll World make of, the time. Games That's... like World of Warcraft, where you know you got to fly from city to city or mission to mission on your Griffin or mm-hmm. your Drag or whatever, and then you fight things on the ground. And this, you've got space uh, combat. You've got a way team combat. You've got. Uh, last night I had to do a diplomatic mission, mm. and I was trying to figure out who to phaser, and they're like, "No, talk to him." No, you got no, to talk phaser, to phaser, phaser. But still, <laughs> it's Jesus. Um, <laughs> Hard to, hard to deal with. All right. Well, uh, this is the uh, broken news. The new episode is coming in a moment. Let me introduce introduce the panelists. Uh, Jeff Weiss, film critic for the world. All that. Everywhere. He's his, stuffy. His married uh, movie partner, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Martin from SlugMag.com. And the rapture Lee, didn't take me away. Yep, and Lee George Cade. Well, the rapture happened. It's in our nose. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I am your host. Hi, uh, Carrie. Hi, how you doing? Uh, let's see. Yeah, x96.com. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. That's all I ask. Th- Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. That's all I ask. <laughs> now, well, Mr. Film Critics, uh, uh-huh. let's talk about uh, the, the big box office uh, this week, this past weekend, mm-hmm. which was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. When, when does a film open with $90 million and it's considered a disappointment? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Disney was projecting 110. Oh, wow. Damn. And why they do that to themselves, I don't know. All it does is hurt their bottom line. Yeah. You know, if anything, you should predict low. And then when it goes higher, you all get bonuses. We're going to bring in $15. (laughs) Holy shit, $90 (laughs) Well, my reaction to it is this. Have, Have you looked at the summer slate yet? You should be happy with ninety million because exactly. there's a happy shit ton bucks. of there's a shit ton of movies coming out. This exactly, summer. Yeah. yeah. There's some crowd pleasers coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you uh, you didn't care for it, of course. No, I didn't. And uh, Jimmy, I didn't I, get your review. I was actually kind of disappointed by it. Mm-hmm. I, probably mm-hmm. more than just disappointed. I, it was supposed to be the the apology. I'm so not surprised and <laughs> by either of these reactions. <laughs> I don't know. It just. I, I thought it did what it set out to do, and that is give you a Jack Sparrow movie. Whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. But see, you say a Jack Sparrow movie, and I think out of all four, this is the least Jack Sparrow movie. He's really? always well. Think about the the you know spoiler alert. You know if if you haven't if you seen haven't it seen yet. it, yeah. Uh, in the in the grand finale at the Fountain of Youth, he doesn't fight. Uh-huh. He just he, stands. He stands around. on the wall like a junior prom kid and just goes. Oh, you guys dance. I'll just sit right here. <laughs> I, I and thought he that just, was kind of the most Jack Sparrowy thing to do. Let no, everybody he, else kill each other and then about, take your moment of opportunity. No, he had a great fight with Barbosa in sure. the first one. He had a great sure. fight with Orlando Bloom in the first sure. one. Hey, he had a great fight with a chick in this one. But this yeah. one, and I think Vice had said it on the radio, because what it reminded me of was watching Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones 4. Mm-hmm. Every action scene in this movie is like it's in slow motion. And Ford had a uh, reason for it, because he's old. Because he's old, yeah. But what the fuck is Depp and, doing? And Depp is not taking chances because he's too valuable. <laughs> Everything's he is, insured. He is like a priceless Ming vase, and you don't break. That. I don't, you know, I don't think he took any chances in the first three movies physically. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, that I don't, and under, I, and with I all that facial and hair think, and makeup, just yeah. about anybody could play a stunt double. I don't think he took any chances performance wise. Well, yeah, but there's a scene where he swings across the chandelier, and mm-hmm. I swear it just like goes. Uh, Was it like? like barely glides across the room and I'm like just hit him that's, he's that's right in front of you that's blame, just blame dire- the filmmaker that's direction oh yeah. well Rob yeah. Marshall does not he may know how to do choreography for Chicago and Nine and stuff like that but he doesn't know shit about action sequences I, I would agree with you there yes absolutely so. but uh, you know I, it was a Pirates movie I, mean, so, I you know, uh, went yesterday I took a 15 year old and an 11 year old and I will say this 
Um, not a movie for critics. Not a movie for yep. Brian fucking Young, who hates <laughs> this movie like it raped everything he ever... This is a man who loves really? Phantom Menace, uh-huh. who, who has 70 comments. I mean, he went on the attack last oh, yeah. night. I didn't yeah. say... Like, anybody okay. who even said anything remotely positive about Pirates 4, keep in mind, he didn't like any of the others. Yeah. So why did he go see this one? I just because so, he has kids. I yeah. want to see a picture, if someone can make this for me, of... Uh, Jack Sparrow raping George Lucas. Okay, well that's now that oh, I that now, sounds so hot. Now that I hear how much Brian hated it, I'm no, giving it an extra star. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, vehemently, change my attitude. Venomously hated it. Like he's debating this movie with my 15 year old kid yesterday. To which point I wanted to come in and say, Max, good job holding your own against Brian. Uh, but I wanted to say to Brian. He's 15, dude. Uh, <laughs> just back off a little bit. But well, when Brian reviews. Phantom Menace, he is 15. Exactly. That's true. That's exactly. true. And that's, and that's what I got to see. I got to see a movie where, where my 11-year-old went staggering Sorry, out of that movie, almost delirious. She had a blast. Oh, good. So you know what it is? It's a mindless family movie. And for that, I'll give it a pass because uh, I need those. Uh-huh. You need I, some, I would yeah. rather have that over Garfield, Kitty in the City, or whatever the fuck that a- was. A- a- absolutely. Although, that being said, there are better summer movies to see sure. out there right now. Sure. And there's yeah. better family movies to see out yeah. there right now. But when when you need to get... If you've got a couple of different aged kids and you're trying to figure yep. out what you can take the full spectrum to, this one's going to be a little easier on your brain mm-hmm. than some of the others. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Thor, not necessarily going to work for the little girls. Exactly. But uh, Killer Mermaids and Pirates 4... Well, see C- Draculas, yeah, and yeah. a female Jack Sparrow, essentially. Well, yeah, you know, and, that's and another. It's a girl character they can enjoy and relate to. So oh, I, I, I can, see, I can enjoy and relate to that. Yeah. I, I can see where <laughs> the, the grown-ups are going. Ah, I, I uh, eh. but you know what? It was a yeah. pirate movie. Just, it had pirates in it, and it had some monsters in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could get so upset about it because, according I, to Brian, he hated the first three. So yeah. what did you expect what, was well, yeah. happen? Yeah, what? What, uh, suddenly a conversion? Yeah. You know, I was just hoping for something better, like a, you know, a somewhat Absol- of an apology. Absolutely, and I liked the first one, but yeah. well, I, well, and and, I, I'm, and maybe I was already predisposed. I actually liked all three of the pirates movies, but really? to me, yes. Because, again, I'm going with kids. I'm watching this movie. It's basically Star Wars in the ocean. It's got monsters. It's got <laughs> well, dudes see, with tentacle faces. No, no, no. Okay, so that's my other problem with this film is because the fourth one does not have any of that. You, know, you had mermaids. No. You did not have an epic kraken. You didn't have the toilet bowl you know, you didn't, swallowing the yeah, ship. You didn't have Davy Jones. Davy Jones was a blast. It was very minimal compared to the other. It, 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 it actually reminded me of a National Treasure movie with Jack Sparrow sure. in well, it. Well, I think they pulled back on all those big things because they felt like that didn't work in the second and third, and, and so they here's, backed off. Here's some, I think and the because character Davy Jones was money. fine. Here's some fun stuff, though. They they played with uh, they played with their little world in Pirates Four mm-hmm. because you know it's an alternate universe. It's not our universe yeah. at all. Um, Blackbeard. Uh, when when Blackbeard shows up, Johnny Depp's character says, I heard they cut off your head and you swam around your ship three times and tried to climb back up. That's what the people who killed Blackbeard claimed he did mm-hmm. in, in our real history. Um, and, and the fact that he came jumping on deck when he first when he's first revealed and he actually had the cannon fuses in his beards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> what Blackbeard did. Blackbeard actually lit cannon fuses into his beard to so a, that to be more menacing well, and to obscure himself because they let off so much smoke that he could run around the deck with these with his own personal smoke screen. I mean, the guy was a badass. I, I, he was my favorite part of the movie. I'll so be honest. Uh, the historical it. elements, I mean, yeah. you know, they played fast and loose with them, but they yeah. still had him there. So, again, even as a parent saying. What if what if your what if your ten or eleven year old kid all of a sudden goes wow Blackbeard was a badass and they decide they're going to go check up on it and they mm-hmm. read up on their history so again I'll give it a pass for that too because it was fun yeah. all right 
We'll see if it finishes number one at the box office this weekend. And I think it'll do well with our audience now that it's got the Brian Young hate bump. (laughs) I think our audience will go and see it again. Oh, you fucking dweebs. Just relax. It's a a movie. But by the way, uh, speaking of summer blockbusters, if you want to blame somebody for that last scene in Thor with the Cosmic Cube. Oh, yeah. You know who you should blame for it, right? That's right. You should uh, blame Joss Whedon, because yeah. he directed the payoff scene. I read that, and it kind of made me a little nervous, because I was like, oh, yeah. I just didn't like that scene. Yeah, he did not direct. He... It's a throwaway. I know. I know, but... Yeah. I, I, I think he will he will do fine with He'll the movie. Fine. But, yes. you know... I think he likes to do that kind of thing, though. I, I think if Branagh had, had done the scene, it probably would have been more explanatory than it was. Probably. Probably. Yep. But, but it was just it was just a gimme. Yeah, yeah, that's all it was. All right, uh, got a couple I knew of what it was. got a couple of things here. Uh, first of all, what's on T? Oh yes, the new episode of Geek Show will be here in just a moment. Uh, it's called with us. This it's episode is kind of by yeah. But you know, we're we're just doing some news here. Uh, this week on TV Friday night. I know you like the Batman Brave and the Bold. I do. It oh is, no, but I hate DC. I'm so conflicted. You don't know what to do. Uh, this is uh, an episode coming called uh, the Scorn of Star Sapphire. Which means uh, Bruce is meeting Hal Jordan's girlfriend. Yep. And she's pissed and scantily clad. Hey! And yeah. uh, I guess it's written by J.M. DeMattei. Uh, oh, uh, Mark DeMattis. DeMattis. Huh? Uh, he's written Batman many times. And and he wrote some very funny Justice League uh, comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wait, but I hate DC. Now, well, on the Marvel side of things, uh, uh, Avengers is back, the cartoon. I know. On Disney XD. And oh, those are new episodes. It's huh? been just awesome. And uh, this uh, coming Sunday is the episode called Ultron 5. So they're going to let Ultron be a bad guy now? Well, I think that means... Doesn't that mean we get Naked Lady Ultron? No. No? No. Okay. Because they've they've let Ultron in in this Avengers cartoon. Ultron's been Pym's enforcer, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's yeah, going to take. He's he's going to go bad. Yeah. Nice. He's that, going bad in this. When, when he was really badass in the Avengers comics is when he was Ultron Five to begin with. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I, I, get, I get my Ultrons. There's been what fifty dozen. Of oh, them, so. I I forgot actually. While you're doing the the DC news, uh, the new DC porns out. <laughs> The, yeah. the Justice League of Porn Superheroes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not reviewing it. Uh, let's see. Now, on uh, now we got Memorial Day coming up, and uh, that means that uh, we here in America, because we're the only ones who celebrate Memorial Day, right. as far as Doctor Who goes, we're not going to get the new episode. The U.K. will run them, so we're going to be a week behind them. That was the big thing, is that we're getting them at the same time as the U.K. Right. But we're Scandal. Getting, we are getting a week behind, just so you know. And apparently that uh, the premiere episode of Doctor Who this season was the most DVR'd in Britain. Ooh. Like, in the history of DVR-dom in Britain, mm-hmm. it was the most DVR'd uh, episode of anything. So, very, very popular. All right. Cool. Uh, let's see. You got some, uh, some of your uh, Dark Knight casting news. Oh, did you see the picture? Uh, oh. oh, yeah. The picture of Bane? No, yeah. no, the other picture. Catwoman? No. Dude, it's the Catwoman. It's the Jim Lee Catwoman costume. Where did you see this? On Ain't It Cool News. Uh-oh. It's uh, it from the same source that the main picture came it from. It ain't real. It's real. Look it up, Jimmy. I'm going right now. All right. I, I can't believe you guys didn't see this. It's the been Bane, up since like the 6 o'clock last night. Lee, Lee, Lee. What? It's, it's because nobody goes to Ain't It Cool anymore. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, no, but... <laughs> seriously. No. no. Nobody no. goes, huh? Seriously, no one goes <laughs> okay. to Ain't It Cool anymore. So there's some I more. Go, I go five times a day. There's some more casting. Uh, Matthew Modine. This uh, Joker from or- Full Metal Jacket, right? Orum's own. Matthew oh, really? Modine. Yes. Oh, okay. 
Uh, he is in the movie in an unspecified role. Uh, the character is called Nixon. I can only hope that it's Batman versus President Nixon. Oh, which just, would just, just be like awesome. Black Dynamite. Exactly. That's oh, what I would love. Oh, oh, I threw that shit before I came in the room, bitch. And uh, <laughs> so, have you have you found this, Jimmy? I'm still looking. Still looking. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it for reals or it is a fakie? It's got to be a fakie. It doesn't. It's just because she it, hasn't right? even started filming yet. It's just the back of. No, it did. It did. Well, I'm sure it's just the back of a. It and could even be if, anything. And it, even uh, if it is a fake, it looks great. It's a fakie. Gotta be a fakie. Somebody put a lot of money into that fakie. That's a fakie. Oh, you're fake. It's a fakie. <laughs> oh, right. God. But, I'm going to go in the other room with this fakie. Yeah, because... <laughs> on oh, my phone. It, yes. I hope you have a screen well, protector on there. You, you better uh, uh, look, because I think Scott Pierce used all the tissues last time he was here. <laughs> oh, no more lav mic for him, by the way. He's got to learn how to use a real microphone, because yeah. when he's got a cold, which is always, yeah. it picks it all up. You know, every sniffle, I, every... And I, I apologize. We found Found it. Yeah. Pierce is the incubator. He is. I, I have been. How long have I been saying this? Yeah, but that, I don't get that, sick. That I get the bad rap for being the heavy breather, and it hasn't been me all along. It's been Pierce. Oh no, you've learned. You you yeah. used to be the heavy breather, uh, and you've yes. learned how to use a mic. He does not know how to, no, and he's I, got to learn because that lab mic is not going to work. I got complaint mail from New Zealand for God's sake, <laughs> all the way from New Zealand. I was just trying to figure out where Flumbutitis Seven came from, exactly. and so I have to assume it was Pierce. Right, now. So Pierce. If you're listening, no more lab mic for you. You got to learn how to use a real one. Uh, let's see. Oh, X Men First Class. Uh, I read uh, that some of the first press reactions are in. It's kind of being trickled out, mm-hmm. and positive the so early far. reactions have been positive. Huh? So are we far. surprised? It says that the uh, movie fits surprisingly well into the original X Men uh, movie uh, can canon. Well, Brian Singer worked really. Mm-hmm. Strongly with them on this. You know, all, apparently, all the performances are good. With uh, James McAvoy, Mac, um, uh, Michael Fassbender, and Jennifer Lawrence getting the most notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie apparently juggles a ton of elements, but pulls it off, and it takes the material seriously. And uh, yeah, so well, I love here's me, high hopes. Again, love love shoehorning real historical events. I mean, <laughs> if you read up on the on the Bay of Pigs and realize how close we were, yeah, to uh, World War Three there. So throw the mutants into it and explain it all away. You know, I, I watched the the first X Men like two days ago. Not a very good. Movie. Doesn't hold up. It's not uh, good. Uh, no. It's been. I haven't watched it for no. at least five years. So probably. there's really. That's why I always say Wolverine's actually my second favorite X Men movie because if you if you watch the first one, it's really clunky. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's edited poorly. Yeah. The digital effects were shit back then. So. And it takes forever. I just liked. I liked two. X two is X two is great. That's and the best one. And X three we don't talk about. No. I didn't. I didn't hate it. You know. Really? I didn't love it. Well, you I know what? I was it. squirming in my chair. My, my son pointed <laughs> something out because we all bitch about we all bitch about that scene in X three where it's daytime and then all of a sudden it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. We were watching Escape from New York last uh, Saturday night. Uh, it was last night. Mm-hmm. No, nope, no, two nights ago. And uh, that movie doesn't know whether it's night or day. At any, at any I don't given think point, Carpenter never knows when it's night or day. Right, but I mean that's a that's a movie that we've kind of universally embraced as geeks, and uh, we seem to be okay with the fact that it's night, day, day, night, night, day, day. So <laughs> we we need to relax a little. Uh, let's see, we got uh, hmm, oh uh, the Hobbit, uh, more more casting. Uh, Stephen Fry has Yay. been added to the cast oh. as the voice of the Hitchhiker's Guide. No, he, oh wait, no, <laughs> he is the master of Lake Town. 
I look to you, sir. He's the master of Lake Town? That's what it says. Okay. I was hoping he was going to be the voice of well, Smog. Well, actually, it makes sense if he's the master <laughs> of Lake Town. Lake Town's uh, this, this, this village that's been built out on some uh, floating, uh, it's almost a floating island out in the middle of the lake at the base of the Lonely Mountain. Mm-hmm. And they used to live out in the hills around the Lonely Mountain, and they traded with the dwarves before the dragon Smog came and chased them all away. So the master of Lake Town um, is, is the first person, if I'm remembering, it's been a while since I read The Hobbit, that kind of makes an alliance with the dwarves to allow them to to, to station out of there. Uh, he's not Bard of Lake Town, who I'm, I'm curious to see who's going to be playing Bard. He's he's the badass that has the uh, well the trick arrow. More uh, more famous British actors have been cast, including Mart. Uh, let's see, Martin Freeman said that uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> is going to appear. At least it wasn't Vandersnatch. Uh, but you know, so <laughs> it's 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 now approaching critical mass for British acting. Yeah, acting. You know what I'm saying? And pretty much the entire cast of Harry Potter's moving in. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Let's see. I got... uh, I got a few things, uh, but nothing, like, that's really going to knock your socks off. Have you seen the new Green Lantern trailer? I did. I did. That's an interesting... uh, Mr. Exposition. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, approach. Yeah. It's like they're trying to educate people who... And that's most people who don't know Mm -hmm. what Green Lantern's about. about. I mean, uh, I know it just because of the company I keep, but it was it was very exposition-y, very, yeah. uh, here's, here's how it works. I yeah. think they're you being know? really smart with Green Lantern and not just doing an origin story and actually throwing the core in from the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. Because if you just had a standalone Green Lantern, I've got a power ring, I fly around, yeah, the- fight crime, <laughs> da, da, da. It's, I bet they'll do some flashbacks. Probably, but I think it's really, really smart to just throw it right into the yeah. Green Lantern mm-hmm. core, and it's just I less hope, about. But being... I've I've never seen a, a trailer like that. In, no, in, no. It's it like was interesting. Like two and a half, three minutes long. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's Jeffrey Rush yeah. doing the narration. I know, which was a relief because it wasn't Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Lantern. A, a big day of reckonings coming up here on uh, on when no tomorrow. The the twenty fourth, the PlayStation Store is finally coming back online. After, oh really? Geez. After the overall, network is after, back. No, the network's been back for about a week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've been able to get online and play your online games, but the store itself has been down. It's coming back online on the twenty fourth, which means that any uh, downloadable content that you bought during this period of time, <laughs> you'll be able to download. It also means you'll be able to get your game codes. Um, there's some exciting stuff coming up though uh, with with a lot of the any of the companies that managed to survive the development hell they've had for the last month. You've had a lot of independent contractors who, who may have been put out of work because for a month they haven't been able to get, none of their subscribers yeah. have been able to get their games or, or subscribe to their stuff. Um, and that's kind of harsh. So whoever's out there that, uh, that hacked the system, you know, yeah, you might've put a thorn in the side of Sony and cost them some money and reparations, but for the most part, you've fucked a lot of minor developers out there who, and little kids. And, and pe- <laughs> people are trying to make a buck. So um, one of the things that's coming out this week, though, Dungeons & Dragons Daggerdale. It's a game we've talked about a little bit in the past. And uh, it's a fourth edition rule set game for D&D. And it's going to be about 10 bucks. You can get it on the PlayStation Network. And th- this, is, this is where I'm hoping video gaming in general is coming from. This is a game that they put a lot of work into. They've had 60 developers that have been working on this game for over a year. Mm-hmm. You can play a cleric or a fighter or a mage. Uh, you can play any, you know, most of the major races for D&D. It feels like D&D. You can play it with another player on PlayStation just you know, side by side. You can do the split screen action and do your dungeon crawling and, and uh, hacking and slashing. Or you can go online and have a party of four that goes through the dungeon and does everything. But for 10 bucks, 
it's not like uh, it's not like a Halo game or a Red Dead game where you're out sixty bucks just to play the game in the first place before you mm. even get to explore the multiplayer online aspect of it. This is multiplayer; it's online from the second you get it, and uh, the graphics look great. Uh, you're only first through tenth level. Um, one of the things that you remember when the Ghostbusters game came out, mm-hmm. what a year, two years ago. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was a great game, but one of the things I heard all the time was how much that game cost when it first came out: thirty, forty bucks. Yeah, and you're done with it in ten hours. Well, That's how a lot of games are nowadays, unless, though. Unless you're me. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it took <laughs> yeah. me 16, 17 hours to get through it. I'm a slow player. But somebody like Jimmy, it, I know. No, it was like uh, the one game I was looking forward to all year was Homefront. And, right. And they sent it to me to review. I was done with it in about six hours, I think. Right. And I've heard people being done with it in four hours. I was like, if I paid 60 bucks for four hours, exactly. I'd lose I'd my be mind. A little exactly. Oh, where God, you, where yeah. you have games like Red Dead where, where you could play that game for a million hours just to get through the, the regular game itself. And mm-hmm. then there's the online aspect of it. This game, you're, they, they say, you know, on average, your average gamer is going to spend about 10 hours to get through the story mode. But you paid 10 bucks for it. That's a buck an hour for your entertainment aspect of it. And then there's the whole online aspect yeah. of it and the fact that you can change your character class if you want to play it a different time through and get through it. So uh, just look for that. It'll be uh, available PlayStation Network. It's probably, uh, if, if everything's up and running with that, you can still get it on PC and Xbox. What's, too, what's so. this I'm hearing about L.A. Noir and the overheating? Have you guys heard anything heard about this? Apparently, uh, L.A. Noir is so taxing on your system that it overheats it or something. Both both of the guys I know I, that are playing know, L.A. Noir are playing it on the PlayStation. This and they haven't game's had that so problem. fucking awesome. It'll blow your Xbox I, I, Someone send me if you hear anything about that. I, I haven't heard of that. I, I've I heard know. the game's great. Yeah. Yeah, this, it's... Again, they didn't just go back to the well and, and soup up one of their existing platforms. They made a detective game set in the 50s in L.A. Absolutely. And again, as I will caution... If you're playing the game for 24 consecutive hours, yeah. you should step away and discover what a vagina is. <laughs> you can find that on your computer. Yes, probably. <laughs> I've seen them. But, but, but seriously, if they're overloading it, the, the PlayStation, it's probably because it's been on for Again, I don't 48 think, straight I fucking don't, hours. I don't think it's overloading the PlayStation. Uh, that's part of the problem with, with, the, with the way the games are released on the Xbox. They're still on DVD, and it can overheat because there's just too much information on there. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that Xbox is better or worse than the PlayStation. It's just that that's no. one area where I think LA it, it, it is probably... It is because I work for Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be oh, there. You go. I'll be getting it here in the next few weeks, and <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll let you know. Of course, I I won't play it long enough to let it overheat. I'll... Did you ever finish Red Dead? Uh, yeah, I did. You did? I, but there's still a ton of stuff I haven't done on it. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those I can pull out. Uh, anyway, anything else? Uh, yes. I know you sent an email about this vice, but I actually downloaded it to check it out. Uh, the movie Super Eight is coming out. J.J. Yes. Abrams' new film, and they released an iPhone application <laughs> that you can download, and it's just Super Eight. It's free. But what's cool is that it actually turns your iPhone into a Super 8 camera. What? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, I read about this. It's so badass. So basically, <laughs> it puts the effects in, makes it look crappy. There's some effects where you, if you kind of jiggle your phone, the, the film goes off, like comes down a little bit. So, so if you do video, it'll... It's, it re- <laughs> well, you record it, right? Oh, okay. So you, you, you do a shot, you take, you know, whatever. Once you save it, it saves it into like your uh, clip log. So it starts with like the countdowns. Three, two, one. Then it cool. hits it. Then you do the next shot. You do that. You're making a movie, and then it says "develop film," and you hit it, and then you it puts all the clips together, and you make a movie. Oh, I, okay. I'm on this, and it's free, right? It's right. so and there's diff- like you can put sunspots, like your film hit, you know, <laughs> was exposed improperly. You can. Yeah, I'm on this. It's so this is cool. So, cool. so how long do you think before we have a whole new uh, generation of grindhouse movies? Shot Soon, because you got the you got a uh, Damon Albon from the Gorillas producing an entire album on his iPod mm-hmm. or his iPad. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure that uh, 
they'll be doing uh, movies on iPhone soon. If All right, they haven't already. Uh, I have something. If you want to see The Hangover Two, yep, at at its local midnight screening, do I? Uh, you can come to Bruvy Cinema Pub where they're opening the film. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Technically, you would say Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday at midnight. Exactly. Yes. Jimmy so, and I will be hosting the event, and by the way, at $6 a ticket, $4 for students, it's $2 cheaper at least than every other theater in the Valley, plus you can eat and drink like an adult. Yes. <laughs> well, and what better thing to be able to imbibe your favorite alcoholic beverage while you're watching The Hangover. The hangover. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, and I just want to see Facebook posts by people that say... I have a hangover because I watched The Hangover too. <laughs> ah! uh, and our movie night, free movie night, is coming up on uh, Sunday, the 29th at 5 p.m. at Brewies. And uh, what, what do we have? Beetlejuice and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Nice. Wow. It's, it's Tim Burton's first first two studio release movies. Yeah. Yeah. And while, we're, while we're on the subject of movies, I just want to encourage people to check out my, my longtime friend, Corey Cataldo, has directed a movie called Mad World about school bullying. And it comes out tomorrow on DVD. Excellent. So cool. He is excited and basically shitting his pants. <laughs> so, oh, That's excited. Him. Yeah. He's freaking out and sending me messages all the time. Maybe he should see a doctor about that. Yeah. I'm concerned. It's a filmmaker thing. <laughs> it's a filmmaker thing? Does yeah. Spielberg go through that? Yeah. Still does. All right. He gets the poopsies. <laughs> Ir- irritable filmmaker syndrome. <laughs> all right. That good? That's all right. good. Yeah. Here we go. The latest episode of Geek Show Podcast called... This episode's kind of by. Please, please to enjoy. Do you crave the beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of that new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. Hey, this is Jake the Computer Guy from PC Laptops. It's here, the new PC Laptops 707. This is one of the most amazing, insane, wonderful laptop computers we've ever built. It has the Intel Core i7 processor. So it's so powerful, you can run a small empire on it. It also features the newest SSD drive system. What the heck is an SSD drive system? It's like a hard drive, except it has no moving parts. So your programs load super fast. SSD drives are also completely silent and take less power to run, which is really green on the environment. Gnarly, huh? And best of all, the 707 comes with a lifetime service guarantee. That means you're covered forever. How sweet is that? And to make it extra fluffy, we're doing zero down, zero interest financing for a whole year. Oisey, if you want to feel the love, get into any one of our nine PC laptops locations right now. Or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. That's 1-877-596-SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we really love you. Earth is under attack by an insect-like race. He'll be played by William Shatner, so everyone will love him. Tony, we still run the disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> now, now this is kind of cool. I, oh, dude, have you seen me at a buffet? It's like a hot dog with a pimple. Looks Pamela Anderson going to be in it? No. It's all about girth. It's not about length. You know that. Microscopic, I think, was the word. Instead of guns, they have no, cell phones. No, that was about... All I see is crazy Tom Cruise jumping yeah. on the couch first. I also need to know what, what's going to happen with Anyone. GeekShowPodcast.com 
<laughs> and welcome back to the basement. Oh, we are Hi, everybody. I love us so much, you guys. <laughs> I think we're so great. I love everything we do and well, say. Well, then, make you drink. Well, then, then introduce us all. Because I would you love, love to. Us so you much. don't even know who most of I us are. I can have this honor. You can do this. Oh yes. my gosh, you guys! <laughs> Go ahead. Welcome to the Geek Show Podcast. Geekshowpodcast dot com. Geekshowpodcast. Yes. Uh, over here we have. Uh, well, we've got the creepy ass couple that uh, they've been married for seventeen years and they love to review movies together. We've got Jeff Weiss, also uh, does reviews on uh, Radio from Hell and MSN. Uh, dot com something or other. Go ahead and tell us about it. <laughs> Parallel, Universe.msn.com. And his very loving partner, Greenlanders himself, Jimmy Martin from Slugmag.com. Yay! I like how the, the mask looks with the glasses. <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> I go over my mouth. <laughs> You're like the worst. At least he fixed his Eddie Munster hair. <laughs> Sometimes it points, man. <laughs> and over here, uh, over here next to the, Green Lantern, we wait, got the worst pedophile ever. <laughs> is how I'm describing him. Do you like, do you like America's Star- favorite pedophile? Do you like Star Wars? <laughs> That's my R two D two. You can't see this on the on, on the podcast, but he's wearing a looks like a R two D two and Mouse. a Mickey Mouse hat. Fucked and had a baby, <laughs> and it's on his head. <laughs> it and it's Lee George K from uh, Grimleys dot com. Yeah, yeah, great, greatest greatest place on. It looks like they stapled coffee lids. To this. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about this hat. Okay? My pants. Uh, sitting next to me, I'm doing it. I'm just going around. The All right, baby. Like I'm, I'm with you. Sitting next to me, Mr. Carrie Jackson, Hello. host of a wildly popular uh, television show. <laughs> No, it's, a ra- it's on the radio. Yes. <laughs> Called Radio from Hell. Yes. He's, he's, he's got yeah, a the clue. Radio from Hell part was He keeps clue. that thing running just Monday, so he gets this running. Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 10, that's if, all I ask. If you, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't listened to that motherfucker, listen to it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Snorty Magoo over here. <laughs> well, that's Scott Pierce. But he's my lover. Yes. We have passionate love times Ooh. late at night. So we often, yes, it's it's inflamed by our arguments over small <laughs> Who gets to be Tom like, Shut up, you're wrong. Take it. He looked and, uh, good in that suit. <laughs> funny, funny part is, is, lately he's been calling his unit Smallville. <laughs> oh, no. No, the universe named it that. Pow, uh, right to kiss it. <laughs> Take that, planet. Uh, he also works for the Salt Lake Tribune. Yes, which was named the fifth most likely to s- actually still be a newspaper in ten years. Fuck yeah! Yes! Take that, San Diego Chronicle! The Voldemort <laughs> News was not on the list. That's, oh. good. That's good news for you, because you got to be able to afford your pills. There you go. Scott Pierce, you can email him. sltrib.com, scottpierce.net. You can find him in a chat room somewhere. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Most, most likely with me, he's pretending to be a little girl and I'm pretending to be his uncle. Over here is the Robin oh. Quivers of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer, Too Tall Tony. Tony is. Hey. Yeah. 
Ladies. Large black woman. So you're a large I, I, black woman that says funny shit to us. So. I, I love how you constantly give our four viewers on Comcast a, a little wink. A a fucking give, wink. Them a, give them a little love, you know. That's Before we started today, this little son of a bitch informed me that I'm the same age as his father. <laughs> oh. Maybe you now, are his father. What PC laptops do you work at, Triple T? The uh, Sandy location, 90th South and State Street. All right. Go down there, sexiest place, because Tony works there. Okay, For those of you who don't live here, 90th South. Oh, and then we the got, we goddamn, talk. what can I say about Brian Young? Oh, I like what haven't you said? Oh, he and likes, Shannon Bartson, everybody. He likes black and white movies. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, folks, this is a second show. Child educator. I'm Shannon Bartson. Nobody will ever ever let me do that again. No, no, no. You you made it. You made it back. That was some excellent participating. Well, thanks. I like to participate. (laughs) Now, can I can I just quickly tell you about this hat? Yes, please. please Lee is wearing. Uh, You know what? Seriously, I feel like I could make love to the world with this on. Especially eight-year-olds. Okay, for those. Oh, There's wow. several jokes that just flashed through my head that I'm just not going to tell. Um, so imagine your Mickey Mouse hat, your traditional Mickey Mouse. This is for the folks on the podcast. Uh, the traditional Mickey Mouse hat, it's an R2-D2 dome. Good luck on a grown right? man or whatever. But it's got the mouse ears. Seriously, I've All had right. children. So I bought this at I'm Disneyland. sorry, you've what? I, I participated in having children. Oh, he's, I he's, thought you said you had children. No, like, no, because that sounds so wrong. I thought you said vulgar. something completely different. I really go. freaked out. There's a second. So I took the hat. Jimmy's making me drink. After I purchased it, yes. up to the counter where you can get your name embroidered on it, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because oh. I thought, oh, that's because this looks stupid. I'll really make it stupid and put my name on it. I'll put asshole on the back. And, and, then, <laughs> and then I got thinking, no, I shouldn't just put Carrie on the back. I should put something else. So I said to the lady, can I put... K2J2 on the back? <laughs> oh, God. Did awesome. they do it? No, obviously he succeeded in nothing. She said to me... Get the fuck out of my store. I can't do that because that is trademarked. What? I said, what? what? K2J2? She said, no, R2D2 is trademarked, and I can't put that on there. I said, I'm not asking for R2D2. I'm asking for... K to J two because my initials are K J. See, that's what I want. I'm sorry, I can't do anything even close to that. Wow. I said so. If I wanted Darth three PO, which is my gamer name on Xbox, by the way, Jimmy. If I want Darth three PO <laughs> on the back of that, no, I'm sorry. Could you wow. put Brian Young stinks on it? And so I just that's I probably said, trademarked. I trademarked that. I said <laughs> <laughs> Scott gets a nickel every time somebody says I stink. Brian Young stinks. I said Ka-ching. I just Ka-ching. said screw it then. Why can't? What's the fun in that? Lucas is in the back storage room. No, tell him to fuck now, off. If you want a, if you want a full list of things you can't have printed on the back of your little R two D two hat, yeah. just go to itsastarwarsbrand.com. We've got it listed there. The you know what? Time. If I would have bought one of those for Brian and just had him stitch shill on the back, <laughs> <laughs> trademark studio plant. <laughs> and then and then I bought this that uh, Mr. Pierce is. Uh, I love it. Making love to here. It looks it's like the, my dog. It's the Ewok uh, stuffed Ewok. There. Seriously. They they, yep, yep. they overthrew a galactic empire that you know, the destroyed a Jedi order. And I don't you know, want to say this is where I started to you know question you know, my Star Wars devotion. Well, and here's but, the reason I bought it was for the Ewok hood. I'm going to put it on my dog. I know. I put it on Ripley. Yeah, I'm going to put it on Ripley. Cool. Anyway, be really careful. Those teddy bears have the a taste scariest, for long pork. The scariest part of that story was how long it took me to figure out what K2J2 was for. <laughs> oh, I want you to, I want you to be really careful, wow. Carrie. The engines are Shut not firing up. today. <laughs> well, 
because if she starts if she starts acting even remotely rebellious when you have a little hood on her, I want you to watch out because those things you know the Ewoks, they do they eat people they, they eat, eat people. people they like yeah. the long they pork. got pointy sticks. If you, if you don't see your wife for a few hours, just well while we're on the subject of Star Wars, do you want me to uh, ruin the the Star Tours ride? Sure. Star Wars. I've got some spoilers for it too. I've got some spoilers for it too. Well, the best part is when Tom Welling comes at the end. Of I know. <laughs> you guys have I apologize to Jake Black before we get going. Jake Black, I know that Smallville uh, is very important to your life. He and, tweeted and, yesterday and you are about a great how important man, it was, and it gave. I would like to thank Smallville for giving a wonderful man named Jake Black a career. Yes, yeah, because he, he did a lot of work on it. Yeah. Yeah. A- a- absolutely, and if you feel but like it, you should. If you feel like it, you should give to his can- the oh, cause yeah. that pays off his cancer yeah. bills. Did anybody buy the Mueller? No, nobody has bought the hundred and well as as of this recording. Yeah, no. If I really it. like it, I may buy it. Dude, it is amazing. You should buy it. It's what is it? I don't know what. I don't he, know. Somebody it, made it's a, a, a. It was Alvaro. A, somebody made a Thor's hammer out of like concrete. One of our Ooh. super fans. Yeah. Yes. So it weighs about thirty pounds. And it looks Does it have great. Like the inscription and everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So it's if, beautiful. If I if I like it, I I uh, may buy well, it. Well, well, okay. Here's my quick digression though. I went to the comic book store. Really. And. Somebody, somebody said, I like it, but the the handle's too long. Oh, shut up, you asshole. I don't think you so could lift it if it. the handle weren't longer. Mm-mm. You buy it, it's yours. You cut can't it. lift it anyway. That's right. I'm not worthy. No, yeah. You totally are, bro. All right. Here's here's what happens on your new Star Tours oh, ride. Wait. You go to uh, Star earlier, Wars I did some fact-checking on this. You and Brian both had me convinced that, that Jesus is on the ride, and it's not true. It's not you're, true. You're both dirty liars. Oh, there is I'm no sorry. Jesus on the new Star Tours. It was on the internet. I thought it was true. It was, it was, no, go, it, was, it was actually just Jim Caviezel. I was going to say it's Jim Caviezel. <laughs> you go <laughs> to the plaid planet. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, now, there are, there are details that I don't have that you got from your Magic Star Wars connection, so, so let me know. It's called oh, when you're the When you're the official beard warmer to the king, you get the news. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, that, that's called pillow talk, baby. Pillow talk. In between your lips. How do you warm his beard? I'm <laughs> can I say, what do you can I say as we're recording this, today is his birthday. Uh, yeah! The 23rd? What are you no, doing no, The day here? we're recording it. Oh, oh. Right now. The oh, okay. actual date. Who's Why are you here? Oh my on gosh! Wow. Birthday? I wouldn't have known actually, except for like a whole bunch of people decided to go write "Happy Birthday, George Lucas" oh, on my fucking Facebook wall. Isn't this a paid holiday for you? No. It should be. <laughs> All right. So here's here's what happens uh, as you go on the new. Oh, we invoked Ooh. his name. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George. He, he, he heard K two J two. Don't mock my relationship with and Brian. He's down the wrath of his lawyers. <laughs> and he is now magically trademarked K two K two J two, and that will be a new that will be a new droid. I, I, hate, I hate to tell you, Carrie, but you're going to have to change your name. <laughs> if if you would like to see the lawsuit that's just been filed against Carrie, please go to beardwarmertothekeng.com. Yeah. <laughs> Little astromech droid walking around with a. Uh, I just picture him telling you secrets. Telling you, there's, a, there's a link to that on it's a Star Wars I, I picture I picture Lucas telling Brian secrets in between Lucas kisses. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen s- pictures. Sounds bristly. It's like, mm-hmm, Brian, there's gonna be so many gungans in that motherfucker. <laughs> You're like, oh yes, tell me more, George. And there's gonna be a a pod race. Oh God, stop it, George. Shannon's, Shannon's may be known as Smallville, but Brian's is Boss Nass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know How why. How did we get here? Oh, oh, I know. When he reaches completion, it makes a sound. He goes. It just sprays. It just it sprays, sprays every direction, everywhere. <laughs> oh, 
Imagine Hello. the jowl Hello. movements during that show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brian Young Roast. <laughs> I don't even know, like, I, sorry, how honey. do I respond to this? I'm I'm sorry, you sit there take it. All right, you just right. take it with dignity. And guess where right. you get to go next? Which is also what George says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, so cold, man, That's the name of this episode is Take It With Dignity. <laughs> All right, let me write that down. Between kisses. You should have seen Hoth before the global warming. No. Tell me about it. All right. It's the warp planet. Here's, so here's what happens on your star tours. All right. He's it's exactly the same six times in a row. There is a picture of Brian when you get off the ride. There is. Yeah. He's, he's shouting. Uh, he's shouting there's actually an, up. There's an animatronic Brian that gives you a flower lay as you get on the shuttle. <laughs> uh, here you go. Says, I'm so excited that you're going to experience this. Uh, let's see. You? The pre-show is now focused on getting you cleared. Maybe he's upset that we're spoiling the ride. <laughs> no, do no. he's upset that we're that we're busting on Brian. That must be it. I love that the outhouse when you get off. It's Admiral Ackbar yelling, "It's a crap!" Oh, take a crap! <laughs> uh, the, the pre-show is now focused on you getting cleared through spaceport security. Oh, oh God! I got to take wow. my shoes off. <laughs> Am I going to get groped? The G- Galactics Take off your belt, you will. What this does is a guy come up and like, Chawanawanga, what? No belt for you. And then they frisk your that's, baby. For all, what, for all the Indian passengers, it's going to be bad. That's really, <laughs> that's really what it the, is. Uh, it's a parody of what's of going on with TSA. Yeah. The, uh, they've got the passports that you can print on online, and supposedly if you bring those, it'll track which... Branches of the ride you've been on. Fuck, you're hard to keep up with. Man. <sighs> if my TSA agent is a Twilight dancer, I'll be okay with it. Well, I'm afraid not. Ah, dang it. Unfortunately, your uh, your agent is a six breasted fat lady that dances for Java. <laughs> Yarna. Uh, Yarna. Let me see your balls. Yarna. I'll take it. Yarna will so, check your baggage. It's all about getting your baggage screen. It's an alien, dude. And getting yourself cleared by droids who work for customs. Do any of those droids have probes? I hope so. Oh, my God, let him read two sentences in a row. It says there aren't any overt TSA jokes, but it can't be a coincidence since the droids are called DSA. Oh. DSA 960s. Droid security agents. So there's an undercurrent of putting up with security hassles and inconvenience in the terminal, which, you know, is going to be great when there's another terrorist attack. That'll be very funny. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, let's see. While much is made of the random possibilities of the latest Star Tours, each journey will begin exactly the same way during the boarding process uh, at opening acts. C-3PO will bumble his way accidentally into the cockpit, just as R2-D2 is trying to override the autopilot and return to the gate to retrieve the real pilot. One of the different plot twists, or branches, of, uh, as called, will kick in. And begin in the various storylines. So Pee Wee Herman's not your pilot anymore. Right. He does sucks. have a cameo in the queue, though. He's in. He's in the line as you're getting getting on. <laughs> he got laid off. <laughs> Reagan fired him. Is, yeah. he, is he in front of a screen making rapid movements? <laughs> no, three PO for some reason is is driving the plane, oh. which you just don't did, understand. Did Paul Rubens make a bunch of jokes about Japan or something? He, he well, have. no. This is this is a prequel to the other ride, and if you remember the other ride, oh it was god, his, it's a prequel! It's it a his, prequel! It was his, it was his, oh my god! It was his first flight, so he couldn't be the pilot again because it was his first flight it's not in canon. the future. <laughs> it's a Star Wars canon. It's I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but that's just what they said. Okay. Yup, yup. So there are allegedly, <laughs> allegedly 54 different versions of the rides that cycle through automatically. 54? Yeah. Not 42. But now here's, here's, where it, here's where the branches happen. Okay, so this is where you can, you, there are a choice of rides. Part one. 
Nick Waddle. Your, your star speeder begins to depart the spaceport as R2 is trying to override the autopilot, but you are suddenly stopped by either what? a Tron recognizer, Darth Vader, oh, geez, that'd be scary or shit. a battalion of stormtroopers. But they come onto the ship? I go, I'd flip off the stormtroopers because they can shoot me because they can't hit it. Yeah. <laughs> they are shots in the galaxy. They are looking for a rebel spy suspected to be on board your ship. He looks Indian. <laughs> <laughs> can I the, check your shoes? I don't understand. The video screen in the cabin displays the image of one of your fellow passengers and sets up the base plot that they are the spy and must be smuggled away oh, from the Empire. God, oh, my I God, s- I can hardly wait for the first profiling <laughs> lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like, like a lot of work for a I, ride. I spent 14 years making shoes for Nike to come to Star Tours, and then they showed a picture of me. <laughs> I just not want, nice. I just want the first uh, the first black guy to say, it's because I'm black! <laughs> you racist motherfucker! I just want that. I Why want that you want to show me? Part two. <laughs> Here's the next branch. Okay, after fighting with Vader or the Stormtroopers. You get off the ship and fight with them? Well, you know, in the spaceship, I guess. Because I watched those four-year-olds fighting with Darth Vader out in the courtyard. Now they were good. Yeah. R2 jumps to light speed just in time. Of course. Yay, R2. And you're on your way to either... Okay. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. (laughs) Three planets. Okay. Tatooine. Mm Mm-hmm. Kashyyyk. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Hoth. Nah. I'm sure wherever it goes, it ends in the fucking gift shop. (laughs) (laughs) That that part is true. That part is true. Is oh, Ka- you made it! Would you like to build a lightsaber? Is Kashyyyk the Wookiee planet? That's the Wookiee planet. Okay. I you, hear they Tarzan yell there. You arrive at whichever planet the branching plotline led to, and the typical mayhem or excitement ensues. Or Tatooine. The, oh, yes. If it, In Kashyyyk, it's not mayhem. It's Tatu- you. It, that's true. Yeah. Thank you. In Tatooine, it's the Boonta Eve pod race. Oh, yay! <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> what a cunt. Oh, you know... You know what I love about the Bunta? No, if the Bunta if the Bunta E Pod race does not start with a a frog being spit at a gong, it's just not going to work. Here's a question: Are the is it random when you're on this ride? Because I had this feeling that every time I got on this ride, it'd be the fucking pod race. Well, God, fuck it, I'm out. That's the whole thing: is that you have to keep riding it. But if you get off in the middle of the pod race, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, I I would prefer it. So then the then the next uh, uh, planet is uh, the Wookiee planet Kashyyyk, uh, involving racing Imperial scout troopers on speeder Racist bikes. Scout troopers during yes. the holiday special <laughs> through the forest with help from friendly Wookies. So imagine Return of the Jedi. Hi, I'm a friendly Wookiee. Minus Ewoks. <laughs> so do you have to like Replaced get out of your Wookiees. seat? And there's racist scout troopers. Racist. That hate yeah, the racist yes. is like I, I don't want a furball. The racist word for a Wookiee is a is a muff. This sounds this right. Sounds oh, very muff. racist. And yeah. then the third one, the visit to Hoth, this becomes Hoth. an icy toboggan run down the mountains. <laughs> With the cast of Cool Runnings. <laughs> and, uh, dodging, Welcome to Hothmon. Dodging uh, at-ats and walkers along the way. And then you get stuck and you have to you know, your seriously, ride how many, how many games and events and everything else do we have to go through that fucking three-minute scene in Empire Strikes Back for? I don't know. Every single game. It's like, even if it's not even related to Empire Strikes Back, you still end up having to fight at that. Sick of it. That's true. Okay. Sick of it. So the next branch. Okay. Part three. The yeah. action's brought to an end, whichever planet you're on. R2-D2 launches you off the planet and back into space. And you end up at Brian Young's house. <laughs> <laughs> where you That's receive, the secret ending. Where you receive a hologram transmission from. Okay. 
Brian Young. Either. Lucas. Yoda? Oh, hello. Princess Leia? Oh, God. Or Hi. Admiral Akbar? <laughs> Buy some gifts! So my question <laughs> is... Is it current Princess Leia? That's my question is, is it current Princess Leia? <laughs> I'm drunk as shit! Smoking a cigarette? Ah, you fucking... My vagina's itchy. And this is... <laughs> I used to do crack with Paul Simon on the banks of the Nile. And she says... Here's where you gotta take the rebel spy. You gotta go this other place. <laughs> My cervix is like a dried out balloon. <laughs> so, now, so I said to George. Oddly enough, this this voice is better than his Jamaican, his thug, yep. or his Indian. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they tell you they tell you where to go. On your second destination. And then part four, you arrive from the light speed jump light at, speed. at either Coruscant, Naboo, or an asteroid field that leads you to the Death Star. Uh, mm. There's a lot going on in this fucking ride. Uh, I don't know if I could follow along. Then, surprisingly, something goes terribly wrong. Really? What? Uh, well, it tends and to do that. Well, you, it is a prequel. And you go. <laughs> all of it goes wrong. You go through a final ordeal of either outer space dogfighting, dodging rush hour city traffic, or fending off alien sea creatures. Oh, did you I say rush hour traffic? Did you say, did you say outer space dogfucking? Oh, now see. Sorry, George. 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 Sorry, George. It's called parody. Jesus. Wow. He God, he's bitchy. He is pissed. It's anyway. only rush hour, is it? All right. Uh, so then there's that. Uh, don't touch the radio. But each of the. <laughs> Each of these options lead to an obligatory happy ending where you what? get... Oh! oh. Tell so me more. I'll write so that finally, big 54 times. <laughs> finally, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> finally, Jeff gets his happy ending. You can stroke my lightsaber so, anytime. There what, is, uh, there is, something that there will is make another you, bit. And it will make you guys very happy. Listen. This it. one's for all of the assholes who don't like the prequels. Because assholes? if you don't, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lucas, excuse me, all the smart people. All the reason no, I'm yes. I not understand your spec. Lucas, um, Lucas comes on the screen and apologizes. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. Listen, supposedly, in some of the configurations of Naboo, your star speeder takes Kill. out Jar Jar. Kills a gun. What? They run over Jar Jar. That's the ride, the back ride, and forth. <laughs> the ride. So, 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 let, so let me get this straight. You get to wait for hours in line <laughs> to go through a parody of TSA. You might get to see Jar Jar get killed. You know what would really make me happy is if at the end you got your money back for the prequels. <laughs> okay, so I want to know. I want to know. Or how a real it, happy. How long is it going to be before someone starts an online petition to have that taken off because it's 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 bad towards black people? It's racist. Yeah, because you're 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 standing in line to get in a star speed or run I'd, over a stereotype. I'd like it if, if you got off the machine and you walked into another machine. It gave you the six hours of your life. That you spent watching this. You were going to die more tonight than six at nine. hours. More than six hours. Oh, you more asshole. like seven or eight. I like you. Didn't people. like it. You're an asshole. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> you know, I spent the last half an hour enduring, <laughs> enduring all of that. I think I get to call you guys assholes. Okay, for it. it's only been seventeen. I just minutes. get to use your love when they're so colorful. When movies are so colorful. He makes them black and white. He watches them on a black and white TV in his house. <laughs> right. With French with subtitles. Tell you, tell you what we'll do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with a Star Trek story. <gasps> Star Trek? Star Trek, you say? Star- then. Who, who loves Star Trek here? And then. Oh, Star Trek, Scott, it's a Star Trek. And then after this break, uh-huh. we're going to talk about uh-huh. whether you're a Star Trek or a Star Wars. Yep. Uh, this episode is the Star Trek Star Wars episode. Long okay. anticipated. This will make you very happy, I think. Uh, a tweet from Bob Orchie. 
Orky? Orky. Yeah. Orky? On or, his, or, uh, or, or C, actually. I think. Uh, it is I a, think tweet, it uh, a tweet that uh, was out. He says... What? That he... Yeah. What? Shush. You're reading this? You're reading this? Damn. He I said not we could read. He said that he and Alex... <laughs> Kurtzman. Alex Kurtzman... Uh-huh. They, they wrote the last Star Trek movie. They are talking about, with Paramount and CBS, right. doing another animated series. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Fuck yes. I hope the Catwoman and the three-legged guy is there. An animated Star Trek series? Mm-hmm. Has there been one? Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, I give him the it's a good thing you're so Should pretty, Tony. Okay. <laughs> Phil, Filmation. Oh, oh, Filmation made a Star Trek series, okay. and the original cast was there, yep. but they couldn't... Was was Takai even in it? They replaced Takai, didn't no, they? No, I don't with, think Sulu was in it. It's Takai! Takai. With the three... Uh, there's this weird-looking lizard guy with three legs and three arms, and a cat woman replaced Uhura. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's actually, <laughs> at times, kind of good. And, and be, be, a lot of the original writers. Uhura, yeah. that's did, the drunken pronunciation. Did, David, David Gerald and DC Fontana <laughs> con- contributed, and there was a Harry Mudd episode. Too. There was a Harry Mudd, and there was a triple episode. Too. <laughs> there was a triple episode. But it's it's Harry actually it's it's kind of cool to hear Shatner and and, and, and Nimoy and DeForest Kelly. I have it on DVD. And, and then here's the here's the, you should loan it to Tony. Here's here's the other thing yeah. is that Doohan did. Most of the voices. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. He did all he of did the, even the women. So you voices. actually get to hear how talented Jimmy Doohan. He could Jimmy do, Doohan was yeah. very talented. Well, he did a lot of voices on the TV series. Of like, there was one with an evil computer or something, and that mm-hmm. he, he did the voice of that. Yeah, and he was like Trelane's dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he the voice of that little kid. So there was some. There was some fun. Tranya. My people call it Tranya. The best part is you can find most of them on YouTube. Actually, if you go, I think it's CBS dot com. As you can see them all. They have them Either all. Either Hulu or CBS. They're, they're all on DVD, too. And yeah. Just like anything with Filmation, there's a lot of recycled footage. I mean, the, last, the last thing anybody remembers from Filmation is the, the He-Man cartoon, but they really they they were the gods of recycling the same footage and, over and, and this over. One, so it, it, it looks like an old episode of Super this, Friends. Kind no, of, this, this, this cartoon, all the budget went to Shatner. All oh. of them. <laughs> Everything else was just secondary. But there's there's yeah. some good Starship think, scenes, but I think they paid uh, McCoy in free T-shirts. It was that <laughs> in that. ascots. Yes. that he wore in the last movies. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, so they're talking about a new animated. Uh, Star I, Trek. That's well, exciting. You know what, Carrie? I would say I'd like to see that. Almost you, as much as a Tron. You're in. I'm gonna put. I'm going out on the limb and saying I think I might enjoy that. Program. But the new news is that Tom Williams doing all the voices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the new news? Oh, the new news. Like the a, new news. Oh, so it's going to sound like a bath mat did all the voices? He couldn't not fit in those costumes better than Shatner did at the end of his run. I hate to say it, but <laughs> oh. Jimmy's been making me drink so much, we don't take a break soon, I'm going to pee on the table. Okay, so. well, we're, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and the, the topic is Jeff is a Star Trek. Yep. And we'll explain that. Coming up. After these messages, we'll be right back. Weren't new news something on the sequels? Oh, hello there. It's me, Carrie Jackson, the host of GeekShowPodcast.com and uh, also host of the Radio from Hell show on X96. All right, first of all, yes, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. It, yeah, you can. We'll put together a little uh, commercial for you with some nice music behind it and maybe me saying nice things about your... Th- and, uh, yeah, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. I want you to contact uh, Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or myself at 801-524-2600. I mean, you know, the, the Geek Show Podcast fans, they're, uh, they're very loyal. Uh, we can put together uh, an advertising uh, uh, prospect for you. If you're making your advertising plans for the new year, I mean, let's face it, these people aren't reading the paper. 
They're not seeing your billboards. They're TiVoing past your TV ads. You'll be amazed at how affordable it is to advertise on Geek Show Podcasts. So call Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or me. Ask ask for any one of us at 801-524-2600. It's affordable. It's effective. It's GeekShowPodcast.com. Good news, everyone. We're film critics and Geek Show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, Pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. <laughs> oh. Scott, wake up! Hire's trying wake to get the pacemaker back on. <laughs> I, the pacemaker up. Jimmy's become my personal horn of plenty. Every time I run out of beer, he brings more. Did he I'm call a, you a horn? I'm of a plenty? horrible sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jimmy, you're supposed to do the. You're supposed to do the opposite. You're not supposed oh. to. Give I told him. I, I told. I told him I was having a hard time not drinking, and he said, "I'll be right there." <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it getting easier? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I'm easier time. <laughs> I drink with every I sip. I think you're a great sponsor because you you saved my life that one night where I just wanted I wanted to stay laying in that parking lot right by my house. <laughs> you, Jimmy Bart, you go on to tell me. I picked up Shannon like a goddamn war hero. <laughs> like, we went out drinking one night and it was the drunkest I've been in probably a decade. And I never want to get that drunk again. Drunk it, drunkest since the pink house. Well, it was after we recorded one night. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then we went to the spot. No, no, we met you at the spot because Carrie and I saw uh, Tosh. Yeah, the night I was so drunk I didn't want to go to Tosh. Oh, I was drunk at Tosh. (laughs) You you helped me get that way, too. We got super drunk. Oh, yeah. I don't don't remember a lot of Tosh. Super drunk. It's his power. (laughs) And then I went to the spot. We went to the spot, and the last thing we did at the spot was Shannon poured his beer on Vice's feet. And then we left. Were you trying to make him then, grow? No. It was one of these. He, he walked up and stumbled and just turned his glass sideways yeah. and poured the entire thing on my shoes. And and then, your shoes were dry. And then we walked to uh, Burt's. Well, the last third part of your thing was that we said, let's go to Burt's. And everybody's like, okay. And then apparently Shannon and I just walked away. <laughs> like, we to were Burt's. going now. And I chatted up that uh, drag queen. Yeah. You said she, you uh, said she, Kennedy. You said she like, looked pretty. Oh, you look really pretty. I just saw you have a care. Thank let's do you. It. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then we... We set off the alarm. We set the alarm off at the bayou. (laughs) Not sure how that happened, but it happened. I asked you to kick it. I was like, kick that, Jimmy Martin. No. no. That's what I still call you, Jimmy Martin. You may have said that, but you ran into it, into the fire alarm door as hard as you could. That's right. And then we ran off like school kids. And that took all the energy I had left, and then I fell down 92 times. Yeah. And every time, I, every time I picked him up, and we get to the Asian market uh, parking lot, which is right near your house, and the, <laughs> I just hear Shane go, let me hear Jimmy Martin. Just forget me. <laughs> and I said, I no! We're going to finish this together. 
You never leave a man behind. You well, know, then I had to face the daunting three steps it took to get up to the front door of my house. The only, the yeah. only and I was felt my doom <laughs> off that. The only, the only thing I have similar to that is when I handcuffed myself to a police car just in case. Uh, least in case. <laughs> just in case. I thought it was a hilarious Lee, night. Just so Charity you know, did not. the night is young. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this narrative is, is so much more interesting than any of the prequels. I, I, I brought my 15-year-old son here as an object lesson, so he knows why not to drink Jesus too much. Christ. Don't, don't have, do as Donnie don't does. You have <laughs> they could have made this drank clear. a lot of beer, sir. This is not all mine. This is, this some is of this belongs, to, some of this belongs to my sponsor. <laughs> I drink all these. I think one of your coins fell in here. Oh, oh damn it! I'm do you know how to drive, Matt? Do you know how to drive? Better learn. Is how it to an drive. automatic? No, we made our first payment on our new car last night, so it's time for the boy. Matt, go out and practice. Go out and do some practice right now. Is it an automatic? Uh uh-uh. uh No, I won't nope, drive. It's a stick shift. You yeah. bought a stick he, shift. He had the special yes. order. God, you're stupid. The automatic is more money. It's so automatic was nine hundred dollars more. I save money. I am a frugal consumer. Yes. <laughs> yes, when Max burns out a couple of clutches, we'll talk about how much money he saves. He's not driving this. We're going to give him the piece of shit toy, uh, Volkswagen. <laughs> the toy Volkswagen. What? If I let my son drive my new car after I'd had it for only a year. No, you should buy him as a Bukaki. You know, the Toyota Bukaki is a great car, uh, and it comes with all those nice disinfectant It only comes with nine stick shifts. <laughs> okay. I told my son to be very, very careful with that car because there was only one thing I loved more in the world than that car. Well, you bought your kid a And that was the dog. Okay. So. Now, I'm glad you're all sufficiently drunk because... <laughs> or except for me. Except no, for except me. for... Because, and, and here's why. I tested this... The Bukaki? ...device, this thing we're going to talk about, uh-huh. with a bunch of guys from uh, Pixar and Avalanche Games. Right. Why did you test a Bukaki with we, Pixar? No, I didn't. We got, we got drunk in a, in a hotel, and, in the hotel bar, and I presented this to them. Yes. And I said, you are either... A Star Trek or a Star Wars. Okay, now let me back up. Let me back up. I know there's a lot of influential science fiction. I know Lord of the Rings is influential on that's, you. That's and, high fantasy. And, and all that. But I'm, I'm talking... You if would we, know about high. If we were to pick two, <laughs> if we were to pick two of the most influential science fiction properties in the world, Absolutely. you got to say Star Trek, Star Wars. Or yes. Stranger in a Strange Land. And Howard the Duck. <laughs> so... Using this premise, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about because I've always felt, and this is the the internal conflict I have, that you could be an equal fan of both, and I feel like I am. But I think at the end of the day, I'm one or the other. Mm-hmm. You're a Star Trek. And, 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 I think you're and, a Star Trek. And, 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 I, and I had the same crisis of conscience because I was born in the '60s. Do you have a I conscience? Grew, I grew vaguely. Yes, its name is Jiminy Cricket. Aha! Uh, Jiminy Martin. Me. Jiminy Martin. I think you should have a beer. Okay. As a child of the 60s, I grew up with Star Trek and and loved it and loved it. And then Star Wars came out, and I loved that too. And then the prequels happened. Uh, But but I have had cause to look back at both and see what their influences were over my life and, and, and how I feel each... Stacks because, up culturally. Yeah, because I'm talking not just culturally, but how it... Theologically. How it, like, mm-hmm. moral compass-wise... Absolutely. You know, affects you mm-hmm. in the big decisions that you make, even the, like, uh, little decisions that you make. Right. Morally, how... Which one 
has formed you into the person that you are. Oh, yes. so I'm a 21 Jump Street fan. <laughs> yeah. ab- 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 absolutely. But I'm a Saved by but, the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Screech. <laughs> and I haven't really made a secret of this lately because oh, I've yeah. been f- I've been letting my freak flag fly. I am a Star Trek. You are a Star Trek. Yeah. I yeah. You know, you got to tell me why you're a Star Trek. Not just because you're a bigger fan of one or the other. No, 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 no. And it, it, it doesn't even necessarily have anything to do with that. It's it, as much. More to do with the fact of what formed and made me me and continues to influence me. It's more Star Trek. It really is. And a lot of that has to do with classic Trek, which had a social conscience and the fact that I love the characters. And it had more of a spiritual, as weird as it sounds, effect on me than Star Wars did. See, that's, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So. I'm a Star Trek. Jimmy Martin. I'm a Star Wars. I knew Easily. I didn't like and, you. And why is that? I, Star Wars has been in my life since I was, you know, a child. So I mean, it's Star Trek. I, it probably is this. You know, I, I look back. My brother and I are always at fucking opposite ends, and he was a huge Star Trek fan. So I think I went the other direction to be a Star Wars fan. It's, it almost maybe to piss him off. Who knows? But I think I went that way. That was your motivation. Probably. Oh, it's always in revenge. That's oh, so I'm a Sith. That's, that's why. Weak. That's why you're one of those snarky people in the snarky games. fuck. I, right. I'm, on, I'm not on probation right now. You're not? No. Oh, we, okay. we can play games now. For now. <laughs> Give <Woo>! it time. <laughs> yeah. Well, until the PSN network comes back up. All right. <laughs> oh, me? Yes. Uh, I'm definitely Star Trek. Uh, at the end of the day, I'd much rather be the captain of the Defiant than a Jedi Knight, which is kind of hard for me because I'd love to be a Jedi Knight, but mm-hmm. I would rather have a starship. I The whole boldly go, the philosophy of Gene Roddenberry, the, the better future – uh, that's that strikes a chord with me when I think about the uh, the online games that I can play, the escapism. I would rather go to Star Trek than Star Wars, and that's hard because I love Star Wars. I love it. A- absolutely. And let me just yeah. say this right now: by saying I'm a Star Trek, I'm not bagging on Star Wars. You just yeah. have you have to choose one. Yes, and, and, and that's just and, the premise and, of this. And here's, here's bar room conversation. Here's another hard one. Um, there's really only a couple of really good Star Wars or Star Trek movies. I mean, we bag on the on the prequels all the time. Yeah, there's but a lot the of shitty, shitty Star, Star Trek. The shitty, shitty Star Trek movies are far shittier than the shittiest Star Wars movie. Well, there's some pretty shitty there's episodes some, of any. Yeah, TV I mean, maybe too. maybe <laughs> half of Next Generation, which we consider holy canon. Yeah, you know, in the great geek uh, tomes of, of of geek religion. Maybe half of Next Generation's good, and the other half is shit. The first two seasons are god awful. Yeah, and you get maybe maybe <laughs> and a, then they a had 50, the great 50, good fortune of Roddenberry dying. Yeah, yeah. and you've got this fifty-fifty hit or miss. You know, you've got the the uh, cosmic holodeck episodes towards the end, and then you get all good things. But in the reality of it, there's more bad Trek than there is good Trek. But ultimately, I fall down on Trek because uh, it's it's more optimistic, and I'd rather be optimistic than. Uh, this great glorious Jedi Knight any day of the week. Oh. Well, I think we should. I think we should make it clear that that in large part we're bagging on Brian and not on Star Wars. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to defend that, Brian coming. And that's and I you but know I, I know. Com- but we're I also kidding. come from I also come from lo- loving the, the loving the prequels. I mean, a lot of people give me shit for that, but ultimately, for Phantom Menace, all I needed was Jedi Knights, and I got them. So mm-hmm. you know that's okay. Uh, Tony. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Okay, we'll come green back Lantern. to Green Lantern. He's a Green Lantern. I, well, green lantern. <laughs> I, I put myself as like a DC. We have to, no, no, no. This is the When you're in a bar discussion like this, you can't you're pop right. out. You must right. choose. So we got to come back to you. Yeah, come back. Mr. Pierce. Oh, clearly Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek? 
I mean, no, no, you put him on the helm of an Excelsior. He's he's home. Mm-hmm. The, no, no, sovereign. Not me, sorry, sovereign. Mm-hmm. Sovereign. Pardon? Although I do like I do like some some Klingon ships too. Well, let's go home and look in my house. And am I turned on? Um, yes, uh, always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting next to Shannon. <laughs> what, what is what is your Klingon ship? I, you mean I like the ones the from uh, the next generation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do have a whole bunch of like little starships in my house, and oh, I, he likes I don't the have Katanga any Star class. Wars things. Set phasers to horny. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, but obviously, when you talk about Rutgers. it from when you were a child, what year were you born? You son of a bitch. Eighty-three. Oh, Jesus Christ! Isn't See, that, that isn't that the year that Star Trek Two was released? Casey okay, Rathacon, yeah. And and when we're all done here, I'm going to eliminate the whole age thing, which I know comes up in this bar bar discussion. Right. It, it doesn't it is, matter. It is not a factor, and I'll explain why. Uh, anyway, Mr. Barnes. Mr. B. Nah. Remember, our future relationship depends on it. <laughs> oh, wow. This is heavy. That is. It's, it, I can tell this is a tough one for you. Yeah, because I'm kind of bi. Nope. <laughs> I can nope. attest to that. Um, <laughs> Charity and I have talked. Do you want me to go? Uh, no, I mean... Should, should we try to help you through? If you could only have one, what would you have? Mm. That's that's an interesting See, that, way to yeah, put that, it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. If I could only get like watch one property, or yeah, yeah. If yeah. one of them had to like disappear, the Ewok Avengers are available to you. Okay. Which of course, Star Wars. Of course, if Star Trek disappears, then there yeah, would have been no Star Wars. Let me, but... let, me, let me back it up for you and see if this helps you. All right, in this in this uh, universe that we've created, this bar discussion, mm-hmm. there is no religion. Okay. All right. So when this you're in a tough situation, be. like most people get in they they usually call upon jesus or whoever help me yeah spock who do you channel when you get into a difficult situation when i'm in a spot when you're in a spot (laughs) 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 how many was that for you don't say lee george cage just throw it in the pile (laughs) da 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 doop a (laughs) do when you're in a spot well i'm not really like a spiritual guy and i think there's a lot of spiritual stuff going on in the <laughs> in the in the in the Star Wars, and believe it or not, I do kind of look at things rationally, logically. <laughs> Even though you have the demon fear. Well, that's not my fault. And you do like Robin. Well, that's Lynn. what I'm talking about. Instead of the demon fear that the Catholic Church whipped into you, you know, I... you've got something else that you call upon. Okay. Well, I was just looking at my new phone, and I've downloaded the first app I downloaded was this: a button that I push that goes. Okay. That was the first one. Yeah. The second was a 3D phaser. Star Trek The Next Generation phaser. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I'm more of Star Trek. If I, if I, like, if I had to choose, it'd be Star Trek. Because I, I, do, I love Kirk. I love Spock. I even love that rascally bastard, uh, John Luke Picard. John Luke Picard. Picard? Yeah. Picard. Um, John Luke Picard. But it's hard. It, yeah. I mean, if I have to choose... Star Trek. Mm. Okay. Because, well, I mean, if I was only allowed to watch Star Wars, and, and, I, and I'm not even fucking around, I really do not like the see, the prequels. I'd have to watch those. But if you had to watch that versus the last of the next-gen movies, which would you pick? Okay. Because seriously, when you get to movie. when you get now, to Nemesis, I'd rather now, eat a bullet. Now again, this is this is less about <laughs> I, I, what no. shows you're going no, to I watch. My, it's what's uh, ingrained. It's more about what 
your mean, philosophy yeah. is drawn well, from. And you, know, I, you know, what you made know what? you it's, you. It's, exactly. It's we, definitely more Star Trek. Yeah. See, if we removed influences out of your life, like religion, your parents, things like that. What, what has been your Which of light? these two is, is, is guiding your moral compass? Well, because they watch it. Do you want because, to boldly go where no one has gone yeah. before? Or see the same effing movie six times. <laughs> because I'm going to boldly go. Because, because each one has a, a character-building philosophy yeah. to it. Well, and, for, and too, I was, when I was sharing it, I was like, why do you always have to have a new phone? Why are you and Jeff so fucking phone people? And I was just like, I explained to her, because it reminds it does Communicator. Stuff. It reminds me of stuff that it did on Star Trek. Yep. And I know, I know from yeah. Carrie's point of view, Star Trek saved his life. Carrie Jackson would not be here without Star Trek. Well, yeah. No, the Carrie Jackson we know and love would not be here right now. I mean, but, the, the guy, the guy exactly, that would have, right? the guy that would have developed without the philosophy of Trek is not somebody people would want to know. Well, see, and this is I'm this serious. is this is where I have a real conundrum. I've always felt that I was equally both, right? And that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. And, and I, you were by sci-fi. I, I, because I, I can give you bi-fi. many, sci-fi. many, many fond, you know, character-building moments Ab- abso- from Star Wars. A- a- absolutely, because oh, you, know. you and I can share experiences about waiting in line for Star Trek movies or Star Wars movies. Exactly. I, some of my greatest memories were waiting for the new Star yeah. Wars movie when exactly. I was a Yeah, kid. but the sure. cholesterol Klingon was not waiting in line for any of the Star Wars. I movies. whine a lot, much like Luke. <laughs> exactly. See, that's that's the other thing is that I when I when you watched Star Wars as a kid, you liked to picture yourself as Han Solo, but deep in your heart, if you were honest, you knew you were Luke. Yeah, absolutely. You knew you were standing there <laughs> watching the twin suns set, and so, you were like, "I get that." So am I the only one who wanted to be Princess Leia <laughs> in the I'm slave year? <laughs> do, do the British accent. Do the but British I, accent. I, I recognize your power. <laughs> I'm not wearing a Brazilian. I'm okay. going to kiss my brother. And and let me just say this about the prequels, Brian. At the beginning of Phantom Menace, when R2-D2 is out on the hull of the ship trying to fix things. Oh, doing his silent running thing? I teared up. I went, that's my man right there. R2. Because I, I love R2-D2 as well. Yeah, yeah. See, I have my moments like that are Star Trek. And, I mean, but, in the last yeah. movie, when the when the Enterprise rises up out of the mist, oh, yeah. I, I, like, literally, I'm going, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> But we each, and, and here's the thing, is that all through classic Trek, it was all about Kirk for me. But here's the thing, the way they wrote in the new Trek, I felt I was more Spock. You're gay? <laughs> Spock, not Zachary. Oh, Zach. I haven't come out yet. Not Zachary Kendall. I was always McCoy. Classic Trek, even the the new version. It and, was and even all then, McCoy. There are elements there. Yeah, but I, I I realized at the end of the day, I had to pick one because of this whole stupid bar bad thing, this whole bar argument. And Jeff kind of pushed me. He says, "You are one. You are one. You have because you really are. You really are one." And I would have to say Star Trek. You would simply because, as you pointed out. Star Trek did kind of save my life. It, it saved who you turned out to be. Yeah. yeah. It, it, while I'm while I'm in the hospital, uh, you know, with the, the recovery of the cancer, there was just nothing to do. I had a black and white TV in Ugh. my room, and there was an old guy who monopolized it, sharing a room with me. So at night, that I man's name was Scott Pierce. Yes, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't watching the Next Generation. I didn't like it. Get out my lawn. So, so. 
I would walk down to the visitors area where there was a big color TV and there was never anybody there at 10 o'clock every night when they were doing Star Trek reruns, the next generation. And I would watch next generation. And that's where I saw the episode of Tapestry. Oh, love that episode, which is a great episode with the, with the line at the end. And now, again, I'm not drawn from Kirk or any of those guys. <laughs> this is a Picard well. thing. This is Q. Picard. Where his, his, the last line is, I'd rather die the man I was than be that miserable son of a bitch that had a chance to yep. save and fix things. Yep. You know, go go watch it, kids. Uh, this yeah, is the one where he gets stabbed. Yeah, no, when, when, when he could have been the safe science officer. Could have been so the that, safe science officer yeah. and lived forever instead of taking chances and maybe dying. And I went, oh, 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 God, oh, God, I'm getting philosophy from Picard. I couldn't handle it for the longest time. But there it is. So I'd have to say I, I am a Star Trek. So what were the lines or the events that happened, as I have just relayed, to, oh. to y'all? Tony has not answered yet. I'm going to say I'm probably a Star Wars, just and, because the, the Jedi way is kind of, for lack of a better term, how I try to live my life. Too. But that's just Bushido. Well, I mean, you know, Star Trek, Star Trek translates all these different cultural realms. Right, everything but, comes back. But to Star Wars is whatever. even is is actually even more obvious about it. It's just Bushido. It's mm. it's it's just the samurai code to a certain degree. Okay. Where, whereas whereas Star Trek, <laughs> yeah. you want a so, samurai. You want to be a samurai. All right. So good for you. Oh, thank you. So the, so the epical moments is what the you're epic, talking about. Yes. And I'm not talking about just you know seeing cool ships. No, 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 no. It's. It's the progression of what happens to Kirk through the Star Trek movies, which is yeah. that he th- sacrifices his ship, sacrifice, nearly sacrifices his career, nearly sacrifices the universe for his friend. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. See, and then they have a song. And then there's a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm fine with this. Well, that is the one thing about Star Trek, too, that any version of it, even fucking Voyager... Right, it's about friendship, really. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's about humanity. Man, the end of of Star Trek, uh, of Wrath of Khan, where mm-hmm. uh-huh. where the you're needs, watching, needs uh, like I, few. you know, a little kid, I cried <laughs> when fucking Spock, Spock sacrificed yeah, himself, did, you know. And uh, for me, I mean, I've just had more emotional touchstones. I think with mm-hmm. like storytelling, like there's uh, episodes of Next Generation where, um, uh, oh, oh, the one where uh, Kirk. Oh, no, not Kirk. Picard has that um, whole life that he lives, and he's got kids and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he gets implanted yeah. with the memories. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like of the that last, whole, like, world. Of the whole world, culture and memory. Yeah. Oh, that was a good episode. Yeah, and it made me really sad. And, like, even the um, the new movie had yes. that going on to it, too. I felt Start- so bad for... Spock. Star well, Trek. for Kirk and for uh, Thor when it's... When his wife had to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, George Kirk. I think yeah. Star Trek at its best transcends anything, literally anything. It, it, it philosophically, but at its worst, it it's fucking terrible. But oh yeah, at its, <laughs> its worst, absolutely. But the reason why, when it's at its worst, it's dog shit, is because it's forgotten what made it great in the first place. Right. You know, when well. when when they let uh, Patrick Stewart be an executive producer on the last movie, and his idea was Dune buggies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that that's not what makes Star Trek amazing. It, it does. It's not the action sequences. It's not even though the new Enterprise rising up out of the rings of Saturn and just blowing and going, the shit out of stuff is amazing. It's still the it's it's still the humanity of it that makes it great. And once you lose well, track of that, and, 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 well, before and, I get philosophical here, I ahead, think in ahead. a way it's not fair to compare the two because 
I defy Star Wars to turn out several hundred episodes of True. a weekly yeah. TV show and show me how good any of those are going to be since we have problems with three of the six movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to let you rebut here, Brian. Don't well, worry. Some, well, of, it, a, some of us have problems with three of the six movies. And Clone, no Wars, Clone Wars has explored some great stuff. But, it's, it's, but it's, it's also Star Trek is the pinko liberal world that I wish to live in. Absolutely. That's another thing. Yeah. And that but people are accepted. What do we do? Well, yeah, it, but it's also not the world we live in where right-wing assholes are, mm -hmm. you know, dictating what they think everyone else should do. And But they even explored that in Deep Space Nine when they had to go back to, what, yeah. 2020 when yeah. everything went to absolute shit and there were the slums everywhere in every right. city that... And, and here's and here's the the sad thing for me about Star Trek is I'm never going to see that world. Yeah. Oh, you I will. was hoping I would, but I you will because it no, it's oh, no. No, for eleven dollars you can download it from Amazon. All right. Touche, sir. So, so Brian, who, we know is going to say Star. Clearly, Wars. I'm a clearly. Star Wars. But <gasps> what? what? I know. No. I want that, Star Wars. I want that apocryphal moment. Okay. Misespec you what? My. <laughs> I had probably the worst childhood I can imagine. My dad used to beat the shit out of me. Uh -huh. With a lightsaber, no less. No, 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 no. Seriously, <laughs> like, he would, I, there were so many fights that started over, I don't even know what, that ended up with me getting choked on the floor. Oh, mm -hmm. Jesus. Star Wars is what I used to escape that. And that moment with Luke on Tatooine, with the binary sunset, mm -hmm. looking out to what he wanted versus the life that he had, Yes. As a kid. Yes. Oh, no, sure. Is what I needed. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I was living with my shitty parents, mm -hmm. and I knew I, w I needed to do something else. And, and that's, what, was... that's what makes me a Star Wars. Okay, now here's, here's the thing. Now that... I feel like a giant that's asshole. That's an excellent answer. answer. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> All I had was turnabout intruder. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now here's, here's the thing. That, that I, I'm, I'm going to explain because this was brought up to me is, oh, well, it's an age thing. No, it's not an age no. thing, and here's, here's why I can explain that. All right. I was at a remote, and this 11-year-old kid came up to me. You're going to love this story. And he says, I need your help. What? He says, all of my friends at school say that Star Wars rules and Star Trek drool. <laughs> you know what? I fight with my kids about what, that. What can I do? I need some help. I need to... How do I explain to these people that Star Trek is so much better? Now, keep in mind, this kid had only seen two episodes of the original series. Wow. And the movie, the new movie. He uh -huh. hadn't seen anything else, and he was in. He was all in Star Trek. All right? So I, I just looked him in the eye, and I said, do you, do you have, like, a camera with a video thing on it? Yeah. So he held, he holds it up, and I said, Hi there. Star Trek haters, why is Trek better? Jar Jar, we'll see you. That's all I have. <laughs> That's all I need. Anytime you say anything bad about Trek, I just say Jar Jar. All right, bye. We, but, we, but this 11-year-old kid, anyway. We do have the younger generation right over there. That's we'll, true. That's do true. you want to ask him? Max, what? you're, uh, what, 13? 15. 14, 15? I think. Trek what? Wars, what's it going to be? At least he didn't say nine. He doesn't know that much about kids. I love Star Wars mm -hmm. and Star Trek. I, I'd say I probably love them equally, but it, my, I think I'd have to go with Star Trek. He is saying Star Trek. There's, there's this thing with Star Trek that really gets to me. It's this. Come over closer idea. to the mic. Yeah, come over. Come over and talk on Jeff's mic. I, I thought he was gonna. I should have known. He's your kid. Yeah, he's gonna, he's, <laughs> gonna, he's gonna talk without beer. Yeah. There's, there's this thing about Star Trek. Come down here. There's this thing about Star Trek that really get, gets me is the idea of going out 
and going on an adventure. And with with Star Wars, it, it still has that element, but um, with, with Star Trek, every episode is them doing something different. But uh, Star Wars is basically the same story. And then another thing that really gets me with with Star Trek over Star Wars is that Star Trek, the only real uh, emotional parts of Star Wars that really get to me are when when Vader reveals that he's Luke's father, and the and the binary sunset areas they get to me. But Star Trek has more of them. Star Trek, every time I watch an episode of Star Trek, I get this mm-hmm. weird thing going on where I I get emotional, mm-hmm. like when uh, Spock dies in oh. Star Trek Two or. I remember watching the new Star Trek movie when Spock was flying into the ship, and I had a flashback of the second Star Trek movie. I thought he was going to die again, and I, I kind of choked up. I was I was worried. Okay, I've got a I've got a father son episode of Deep Space Nine that you two need to watch. I've got it. On, no, do you still no, have a VHS? It's a great episode. The Visitor. You know yeah, what I'm talking. Yeah, about. I know exactly. Got it on. If you, you have a VHS <laughs> at home, no, no, because I'm going to send it home we with don't. you if you did. But Sorry. you know, it's and about that, time that this family owns Deep Space Nine. And that being said, I mean. I'm wearing headphones with Darth Vader on the side. Yeah, yeah. Look what I bought at Disneyland, for God's and sake. And I'll tell you, you know. like, seriously, one of my greatest, two of my greatest memories involves Star Wars as well. You know, it's like uh, going with my Uncle Barry to see Star Wars at the Center Theater. It's one of my earliest Absol- fucking memories. Absolutely. Opening day. At the opening. Center Theater. And and that's, that's the funniest thing is that how many of us were actually there for the opening show at the Center Theater? <laughs> right, exactly. I know. It's and so then, weird. And, and then being a little kid before uh, both Empire Strikes Back came out and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that and anticipation. Just that fucking anticipation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I, and the first thing I remember buying from the Scholastic... Uh, you know where you get the books from oh, school. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I got the. I got each time. I was yeah. so excited because you, the, you didn't have the internet, but you could get the storybook mm-hmm. of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And Return of the Jedi before him and me and all my friends out on the um, playground mm-hmm. at school. Just, so three kids. No, like Sorry. all that the was, kids uh, were just like we're all just fucking going through it, going, oh my god, who the. F- Fuck is this Boba Fett dude? And it's, it's the what issue. the fuck? And goddamn, what is that Jabba thing? Okay, there, and just there like, is not. A, there I is can't not wait. a. There is not a single Star Trek moment that I have out there that, that parallels to the issue of Starlog that came out three months before um, Empire. Oh yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. about Boba Fett, nah, and, I, and just losing my mind over that because well, who the fuck was this guy? And and I, I can do the same thing when in our in the small town area that we grew up in the Hewish Theater in Payson. Yes. And and Star Wars would get like a one month run. Like I went every night, yeah. I, and it was only a dollar and a quarter. But it was every night we went, oh, and shit, I yeah. and I was told by my father, "Do not let your grandmother know you're doing this because <laughs> she grew up in the Depression. This is a waste of money that you've seen this 36 <laughs> times. Do not let her know." Yeah. And, and and that was, I mean, Star Wars so, very important to me. But at the end of the day, your moral compass is one of the other. Yes. Let's, let's uh, look at it this way. See, as we go into this ultimate, agree with that, as we go into this ultimate summer of geek where we've had, yes. where we're going to have Thor, where we're going to have X-Men first class, yeah. which yeah. is actually Lantern. looking even better now. Uh, Green Lantern, yeah. where we're going to have yeah. Captain America, where we're getting into, uh, I, I, I don't even know what other geek properties we're getting into this summer, but it's, it's, it's literally, this is our summer. This is our geek summer. But let's look at how lucky we are that we actually have both of these properties to fall back on. Absolutely. And, and, and actually be able to debate about and make mm-hmm, our lives mm-hmm. richer and, uh, you know, be able to turn your brain off for an hour or two hours. And, mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, the fact that we can actually hate on the prequels in the first place, 
Kind of cool. What does the prequels means? I really, really. It means they got made. Loved, 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 loved the, the original. Yeah, yeah. 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 you have yeah. something yeah. to base that hate on. Right. Exactly. Ab- exactly. Absolutely. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. And the fact that I loved Star Trek still after Star Trek the motion picture came out and <laughs> and shit on all of us. But, but, I mean, but the motion listen, picture did shit. Dude, on I was. I knew it was boring. But no, I was into Phantom. Oh, sorry. But Star Trek the motion picture. I came home not even thinking about how bad the story was because I was blown away by there's there's my little TV. Ship and now it's up on the big screen oh. and pretty yeah, because you know what you know, I, remember, those, I remember in 1979 when that movie come, came out and people coming back and saying oh that was the greatest thing I'm sorry that was 25 minute flyby yeah. that was not a good movie that was it boring was, it shit. was it was geek trek porn as yeah. well <laughs> yeah. well there are moments in the prequels <laughs> that do transcend that stuff that are just heartbreaking and. I, Particularly, I, can, I can agree with you on that. Anakin's whole arc, and I know you guys bitch, and the whole Pant and Oswald thing where it's like, I don't want to see him as a kid, but it is very informative philosophically to watch someone make horrible decisions that they think are the right decisions and do something that affects everyone so badly. I'll give you episode three. No, in episode three, that's I the, think only, is, I that's think the only time when decisions like that are made. No, the, I think episode three is great. Attack of the Clones has all of that. <laughs> Attack of the Clones mirrors Empire structurally, where all the problems Luke is going through in Empire, where it's like, I don't want to complete my training, I'm turning my back on the order because I need to go save my friends. And Empire is the exact same decision but Anakin makes. Maybe that's why I didn't like it, because it's just a ripoff. Thing. It's the same thing Anakin makes when it's like, I need to go save my mother and fuck the Jedi Order. And those and you decisions... Know what? No, that scene, now, Brian, that I will scene. say to you right now, there are moments in... All of the prequels that really spoke to that kid in me that went and saw yeah. the original fucking Star Wars you... at the Center Theater. Um, like, the, the start. Like, I was so into... I was there, like, for Phantom Menace, dude. The, the opening when they're fucking jumping around and cutting shit up with their lightsabers. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. I am open. in, I am in, motherfucker. Let's do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got me. Let's fucking go, George. And then it just oh. it became, then let's, let's go on a submarine ride. But there's, you know, there's, there's 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 that bit in in uh, especially in Attack of the Clones. I I think I loved Attack of the Clones more than I'll ever let on to. But there's the scene where he, when he wipes out the sand. Uh, I love the that. Tuscan Raider village. Yeah, That's I think it's the creepy. best. And I think it's the who, best part of all of the prequels, other than that opening scene in the third movie. Yeah. That fighter, sh- that 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 starship battle at the beginning of the third I movie. I could cobble together for me the perfect Star Wars movie. I think. But yeah, when he, when he wipes out that Tuscan ra- Raider village, I, I would... you, you're saying edit it together think, and make I, I, like well, no, a movie and a half. Each, so yeah. a clip I'll, reel. I'll agree with Brian. I think each one's got its moments, but I think you know in, you've got six movies. Let's say round it out two hours each. That's six hours. I think there's probably about thirty minutes of good stuff in there. <laughs> I I might give it an <laughs> hour. All right. Well, I, know I wonder this... if we would react to these differently, and I don't. I, I don't know the answer to this, but if we would react to them differently, had they been produced in the order that you know one through six instead of four through six, and then one through See, three. I've shown them to somebody who'd never seen them at all, one through six. Yeah. And they, because they didn't have any of the baggage or any of the attachment to it, it was like Phantom Menace. Man, that was okay. It was a fun kids movie. Attack of the Clones. 
they loved it as a love story and as a story of what not to do if you're trying to uh-huh. maintain a philosophy. Revenge of the Sith blew them away, and they said, how could they get better than this? And then you show them the classic trilogy, and their minds are blown. See, I, I would like to, as a scientific experiment, find some people who, who have, have not seen any of them. Let's go still I, some no, no, natives wait. from the Amazon. I, yes. I did that with Kat. That's how I showed Kat the, the Star Wars. We started episode one and went to episode six. And? She did not like the first three. Hmm. Interesting. And so, you know, and, and maybe because I'm sitting there, you know, behind her going, no, but she enjoyed the, the four, five, and six much I more will than the first three. I too, that I think that if you're going to watch the Star Wars movies for the first time with someone like me that just has a permeating enthusiasm for all of them. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. You're, go- <laughs> you're going Brian, to have... Brian, Brian, you have a musk of Star Wars. You're going to have a different experience if, if you've got someone who's got a chip on their shoulder about watching the prequels right. again. True. Yes, you really true. are. All right. There we go. Now that the bar argument is over, let's go eat. Anybody have anything? Uh, oh, before yeah. we go, yes, yeah. you got some uh, some uh, uh, games yep. and uh, yep. DVDs and stuff. Go ahead. Who's first? Well, let's all go to our phones. Yeah, let's fast. go to the phones. I can tell. You know, while they're pulling, while they're pulling <laughs> okay. theirs up, I, 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 will, I will actually throw something out. I know okay. I talked up. Uh, throw something up. Star Trek. <laughs> it could happen with this much beer. Uh, Star Trek Online. I talked up the next, the last episode. They've actually got a, a new tool they've put up on for it. It's called the Forge. It actually allows you to make your own adventures for Ooh, this uh, for this cool. game. So if you want to make D&D? your Exactly. Because one of the things with the Star Trek game is you actually download episodes, just like in Star Trek. You you have a game, uh, an episode that you play out, and depending on how well you play it, it works out differently. Hmm. But now they put this tool out there where you can build your own adventure, basically. And you can do it in any Trek timeline because, uh, what is it, the Guardian... Uh, of forever. The Guardian of Forever actually exists in this game. So you can go to it to go to any timeline in the game. Oh, uh, what? So if you want to do an original series... Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to do an uh, original series episode, next generation epi- uh, episode, you want to do DS9 episode, you can do all of that stuff by using the Forge. It's a free download. All you need is the game. Mm. And you build this episode. Can I come over and play with you? Dude? <laughs> yes, we can yeah. wear suits. We I'll tell you what. Star Trek suits. Yeah, no, no, we're not going to wear. We're not. We're going to wear next generation condoms. Okay. It's be great. All right. What you got? All right. Um, let's see. Release wise, you got Children's Hospital <laughs> seasons one and two coming out. That, yeah. that is a I funny show. show. That show is funny as shit. Uh, Especially the, the Halloween episode. The How great, funny as shit. The Great Sexy Dictator. The Great Dictator is getting a Criterion collection. Really? Yeah. Cool. What's that? It's like a great Charlie, Charlie Chaplin, Chaplin movie. movie. Oh, yeah. Well, there I, you go. I want Brian to jump in just because it's fun. This is like in Brian, the does of... everybody need to see that movie? Uh, yes. You know, it, it is very good. It's not his best film, but it is very it's good. It's Charlie Chaplin playing Adolf Hitler in the middle <laughs> yes. of World War II. <laughs> <laughs> I am number four, which I call Mag Light Hand Superhero Movie because it's all he has. God, and so weird. I've actually got a really special one because this is uh, my friend Corey Cataldo uh, directed a movie called Mad World, and it comes out. We we discussed this movie when we were in high school, oh, and nice. basically it's about it's looking at school bullying from the opposite side of seeing why people shoot up schools. It's not just saying you know trench coat mafia bullshit. Like it's why this happens, and right. so he made a movie about it called Mad World. It he made it a few years ago, but it got picked up, and so oh. you can actually buy it on Amazon uh, tomorrow. With cool. this, after this airs, or uh, I think Netflix will probably have it too. Yeah. Cool, but check it out; it's really fucking cool. It's called Mad World. All right, uh, I have a recommendation from a video game that Jimmy actually talked about. Uh, the U Star thing. Oh yeah. The <laughs> basically it's movie karaoke. 
but oh, I have yeah. an extra reason that will get that, that will get you into movie karaoke. Follow Kevin Smith on Twitter. And watch the videos that Kevin Smith has made of himself doing the U Star thing. Oh, he played it. Yes. Oh, shit. His, ter- his his Terminator one is so goddamn. Funny. <laughs> I guarantee you, my I, animal house is. And better. you hate Kevin Smith lately? No. Oh, you're back no. in his. I'm he's back, back in, in your good camp. graces again. No. All right. What's Once he discovered potty. I actually have one too. Games. Video games. Uh, kind of a slow week, but we should have Dead or Alive Dimensions on the 3DS. Okay. Nice. So, big-breasted fighting chicks. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Just like Tony's real life. How did you know? Uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, the video game. I played it. I played it. It's oh, fun. Demo it's fun. It's good. Right? It's fun. In the All right. Yeah. All the Lego games are fun. And the only... Oh, Kung Fu Panda 2, the video game. Mm. I thought Fear 3 came out today. Or tomorrow. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I don't have it on my list. All right. Well, Fear 3 comes out and it's good. Shannon. And uh, then... Uh, <laughs> oh, one more. Dirt, Dirt 3, if you like... Rally racing. Oh, okay. But seriously, uh, while, while you guys are waiting for all these games, um, Twisted Metal for the PS3 <gasps> is coming out soon. So fuck all the rest of this shit. Just wait for Twisted Metal. That's not till October. Uh, I, know I, I don't care. <laughs> I know we all give him a lot of shit, but Brian Young's book, Lost oh, yeah. at the Con. Oh, oh yeah. That's an order. That's nicely plugged. Oh, I, I, yeah. I was going to have it. Let's let's focus on it a little bit more on the next episode. And then okay. one other thing: uh, the best episode of these guys' podcast came out a couple weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> where I showed up at the end for the last like half hour. So it's, you should check it's that out. Only Don't... a half an hour show. Okay, so I've made the best <laughs> podcast ever. And where's and where's that available? It's on uh, the Facebook. You can get it on the Big Movie Mouth. He's talking about the yeah, Big Movie Mouth. Big Movie. Okay. <laughs> right. Where I showed up, and I was really mean to Brian. Um, remind me to tell you uh, next time how great the Cars Two video game is. Oh, and uh, make sure you st- tune in for the next show. We're going to have uh, Max from uh, not my son Max, but uh, an actual card game designer is going to be on the show. To talk about. I uh, hope you get eaten by zombies, and uh, it's coming out this summer. So make sure you tune All in, right. so we can. Uh, we'll be talking with him. Finish us. New, new, more ham. <laughs> new, new. <laughs>